bird in downward flight. Have you ever felt left out in a group of friends, wanting to eagerly join in on their activities? As you grew older, did your perceptions on those certain activities change, or did they remain the same? Today, Emily Loera, Carrington Miller, and I, Allison Jang, are talking about how our community shapes our perception and how we alter our perceptions as we grow older. As if a bird flying freely in the sky changes its course downwards, our perception can change as time passes. Through sharing our stories with you, we will have the time to think about what transforming our perceptions means to us. Our first story is about Allison, a former cheerleader who shares how her perception has changed over the years. Hey Allison, I'm really happy to have you here to share your story. I feel like every girl goes through the phase of being obsessed with gymnastics or dance. I certainly was. First, can you tell us how your community shaped your perception? Um, well, I was at my kindergarten talent show, and I was really captivated by this one girl's gymnastics performance. She would do all these upside-down walking handstands and flips, and bend in all sorts of contortions, and that just really sparked my mind and inspired me to join gymnastics and eventually cheer. It was also a great way for me to meet new people, get involved, and pursue something interesting in my life. You know, instead of just staying home all day and watching cartoons or playing outside. As I started to gain more skill, I remember doing these show performances during recess at elementary school. And many people would gravitate towards me and my friends as we did flips outside. And so I felt really accomplished to do something that many people thought was so awe-inspiring as well. Wow, I would have never thought you were a cheerleader. Anyway, how did your perception on cheerleading change as you got older? Well, when I started fifth grade, I went to a charter school that gave a ton of homework almost every day. And especially since I was the type to be really meticulous, even if I started my homework right after school, I remembered staying up until 11 to even midnight finishing my homework. And so it sort of took my time away from cheer practices. And I started to notice that as I began to focus more on my homework, my MAP testing scores started to rise significantly and I was really improving academically. And so that was when my mom and I decided to just go to tumbling classes once a week. But as I started to do that, I honestly wasn't improving that much and it wasn't really a competitive activity. So I didn't really see the point in going once a week. So as I went into eighth grade, I just decided to quit doing cheer and tumbling altogether and just focus more on academics and pursue more on my future profession. Do you think that your profession was like at the time holding you back from doing the extra activities that you wanted to do? Um, yes, I did feel that it was time to start considering what I should do for a profession as an 8th grader, and although I liked cheerleading, I knew that I couldn't pursue that for a career. I wanted to do something greater, and I wanted to make a difference in the world to help others. Describe how you felt after you decided that this route wasn't the best for you. Well, it was like falling in love with something for the first time. You begin to feel inspired about that certain thing, and you start to feel obsessed like your life revolves around it. But as you grow older, your love for that certain thing starts to wear away and diminish as you begin to pursue different goals in life. 
It was as if I was sing farewell to a ship sailing away in the cold fog of morning, or a painting I once saw meaning in, but now weathered away from the sun. different routes, our next story is about how K.K. Miller changed her perceptions of people and the community after moving from a small town private Christian school in Mississippi to a public school in larger life of Bentonville. Welcome K.K. What was it like living in a small town in Mississippi? Most activities involved getting home as soon as possible and going to find my best friend Katie and riding horses, watching movies, and exploring the little woods we had surrounding us. As I got around 10 to 11 years old, these activities got more and more frequent, and I found myself taking part in the daily ritual of cleaning horse stables and learning the different types of equipment to use. I find your small-town Mississippi life very compelling. How did moving to Bentonville change your perception of your life and the community around you? Moving to Bentonville really changed how I treated others and how I tried to focus on the more positive aspects of my life. What most surprised me in Bentonville was how nice the people were and the manners that they displayed to you in every situation. When we first got here, there was this surge of excitement that just rushed through me every day because I had never been somewhere else besides the small home I found myself trapped in while I lived in a small town. Before you moved to Bentonville, what was your initial perception of a bigger town? My perception was that everyone would be in more of a hurry and more willing to step up and take the opportunities that were ahead of them believe that the environment around people can truly change them? Of course it'll always have some impact in finding about who we're going to be, but I think that a lot less physical factors are involved, including the people you hang out with, the community activities, the mentors that find you, and so much more. These environmental factors can get you into situations where you have to rely on who you are as a person. Our next story is from Emily, and she will be talking about how she's changed and adapted throughout her life from being a dancer to pursuing a career to become a veterinarian. Hey Emily, I've always been a huge animal lover as well. First, can you tell us how your community shaped your perception into becoming a dancer? Well, my community shaped my perception to become a dancer when I was smaller by showing me that I needed to be confident, bold, and out there in the community. And what better way to show everyone than being able to dance and show everyone what I was capable of. And my parents and my family supported me through all my journey, through thick and thin, through all the practices and bruises that I got. I finally was able to show everyone what I was capable of and that I loved this and wanted to continue my dream in this. Did your mom or both of your parents have a big impact on your dancing career? Yes, they did. They had always pushed me to my limits and helped me perfect everything when I ran through it at home with them. In my last performance, they ran up to me crying to hug me. They had always supported me and helped me push harder, and that's why it was so hard to stop my dancing career. But they were there on the days that I missed it, too. I'm so glad that you had a very supportive family to help you through your dancing career. How did your perception on dancing change as you got older? Well, my perception changed because I was getting good grades when I wouldn't have as much dance, and I really needed to start growing up and learn more and go with what I truly wanted to do when I grew up, and that was becoming a veterinarian and taking care of animals. But dance did show me how to be extremely confident when I was dancing, and I learned how to push my confidence out and show the audience my skills. But it started getting a lot harder growing up with competitions all the time and practices scheduled everywhere, and I really needed to focus on school. Are you saying that school mostly held you back from what you wanted to do? Yes, it was mainly one of the reasons that held me back from wanting to dance for more years. And why did you want to become a vet? 
I wanted to become a vet because I wanted to be able to show the animals love and care when they are sick or just show them that they are going to make it and have a buddy as they are going through so much pain. As humans, we live in a community and our minds are influenced by this community. However, Carrington, Emily, and I have all experienced that our perceptions on certain things have moved toward different directions as we faced more experiences. When Carrington lived in small town Mississippi, her perception of people in a bigger town was that everyone would be in more of a hurry and disregard polite manners in certain situations. Now she knows that that is not the case, and people were a lot nicer than she expected. Emily and I found out that although dance and cheer helped us to build up confidence and become a member in the sports-oriented community, both of us realized that school was getting in the way of dance or cheer, and that we found new meaning in how doing well in school could help us pursue our aspiring professions. Just like nature changes through the seasons, we realize that not only physical things can change, but also our invisible mind can change as time goes by. We hope that you had a meaningful time with us.